0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to Nicodemus, Just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned, But whoever does not believe has already been condemned because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the verdict. That the light came into the world, but people preferred darkness to the light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light, does not come toward the light so that his works might not be exposed But whoever lives the truth comes to the light so that his works may be clearly seen as done in God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So my conqueror and friend, Jerry, well for the day, he said, I'll go get lunch. When he came back two hours later, I said, would you go, to Florida? He said, no, the car wouldn't start. So I had to figure out how to start the car. Apparently, the theft prevention light came on, and the car thought that Jerry was a thief, wouldn't start the car. So he had to make some phone calls, and so he was eager to tell me, all the procedures that he needed to do in order to get the car started. But actually, I wasn't interested in the procedures and how to get the car started. I was more interested in lunch. So I kept interrupting him, saying, Jerry, which, sandwich, which one is this? Which, which sandwich is mine? And uh, did you get any chips with this? And are there any little uh, mayonnaise packs that come with this? So I really didn't pay attention to what he was actually saying about the car. So well, five months later, I had the car up in the North Shore because I was up there to give a talk to a, to a parish. At the end of the talk, I came out to the empty parking lot because everybody had already gone. I was the last to leave. And I put the key in the ignition, and it wouldn't start. And there was the light that came on and with the words, death prevention. I go, oh, no, this is not good. So I tried to go back five months earlier to when Jerry was explaining to me how to start the car when the light came on. And I vaguely remember him saying something about, put the key in the ignition, but don't turn it all the way. Just turn it halfway. And he said something about 10 minutes. It can't be five, 9 minutes and 58 seconds. It has to be 10 minutes. And I remember him saying that. So I tried it. Sure enough, after 10 minutes, the light went out. I started up the car. And I knew that Jerry wanted to tell me that information, even though that information, I didn't need it now. He knew that someday in the future, I was going to have that car, and it wasn't going to start. And I'm glad he gave me that information. I was seven years old, my father gave me a lecture on, on the evils of smoking. And he told me, he said that the hardest thing he ever did in his entire life was to quit smoking after he got out of the army. And he says, I don't want you to have to go through the same thing. He says, so remember, if you don't start, you won't have to quit. So I'm seven years old. And I think, I'm thinking to myself, well, why is he telling me all this far? I'm seven years old. I don't even get an allowance. I can't even buy a pack of cigarettes. Why is he telling me this? Six years later, I was 13 years old, and we just got out of school, those was with a bunch of the guys, and one of the kids took out a pack of cigarettes, and passed it around. And when the pack came to me, I said to everybody in the group, you know something, if I don't start, I'll never have to quit. And they all thought that was a pretty cool line. But now I realize, I remembered, my father told me that six years before. My father knew that someday in the future I would need that information, that I would need that one little line to get me through, to make the right decision. Now in the Gospel today, Jesus knows that Nicodemus is going to be assisting Joseph of Arimathea to take Jesus down from the cross, to prepare him for burial, and to bring his body to a tomb. This is a very important job that had to be done right. Because the greatest day in the world will be the resurrection. The greatest story in the world is going to be the story of the empty tomb. But in order to have an empty tomb, you have to put a body in the tomb if you're going to have an empty tomb. So Jesus needs to give Nicodemus very important information so that he can do this job and do it well. So Jesus met him at night, before he died, and said, When the Son of Man is lifted up, all people will be drawn to him. And Nicodemus, when he heard it, he said, What the heck is he talking about? He lifted up. And then Jesus said to him, God so loved the world that he gave his only Son. And Nicodemus said, What is he talking about? Because the information he was giving him is going to be used a little later. And I bet every night before he went to bed he was scratching his head. He we was trying to figure out what Jesus was trying to tell him. What does he mean by all that? Until the day he was there, under the cross, just before he was going to take the nails out of his hands, he looked up, and all of a sudden those words make all the sense. When I am lifted up, I will draw all people to myself when he looked up at the cross God so loved the world he gave his only son Nicodemus needed that information at that time because he was one of the first ones to realize that this was not a disaster that all the hope was not gone that this was part of a plan part of a divine plan to save the world, to give people eternal life. He needed that information to prepare Jesus for burial for his wonderful resurrection. The story wasn't over yet. And Nicodemus was one of the first ones to know that. That he was part of the story it was not the end. Now the reason I tell you all of this is because a lot of times we come to church and we hear scripture and we go, yeah, yeah, that's nice. But what we're doing is God is feeding us. He's feeding us information that we may need in the future. Information that will help us to not lose the hope when things go bad. When the storms and clouds of life hit us that we will recall the words that we hear in scripture, the words that Jesus tells us this is not the end. This, this is part of the plan. That we are part of a big plan. To never give up. To never lose. Jesus gave us Nicodemus as an example. We have to follow. A lot of the things we may not understand now. We may need them in the future to help us to never lose heart.